Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Tuesday. Hard knocks tonight. Preseason games on Thursday. We were wondering, what's the first image of hard knocks tonight? What's the first Who's the first person? What's the first image? Is it an image? Is it going to be a sprinkler going off? Is it going to be Robert Sala pulling up to the facility at 4.42 in the morning? Aaron Rodgers coming in with his aviator glasses on. Sauce Gardner is going to show up. What's it going to be? I still think it's going to be Robert Sala, one light on in the building, and then you get the exterior shot. Uh, either that or it's going to open up on a sprinkler. It just feels like... <laughs> could, you know, I think my sprinkler needs a little work there. It was cutting out a little bit. <laughs> Seaton, can you give me a sprinkler? There you go. Okay. Yeah. Still not working that well. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, Todd, can you give me a sprinkler? Oh, I don't have to say anything. I've felt the sprinkler before a few times. <laughs> yes, I, I there you go. I had a friend who was in the front row and said, uh, oh, really? that they got uh, they got wet. That was unintentional. <laughs> there was there was uh, some uh, spit going there, but I think that happens. I've been to a Broadway show uh, where uh, oh, I saw Hamilton by the way, original cast, and two times. We, we were in the front row and we were getting showered there during the performance. Yes, Eden. Earlier uh, or later in the last hour, Dan, you had mentioned why would Nebraska be excited if Rutgers came to town? Yeah. Somebody's suggesting because Nebraska would actually get a win. Whoa, wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Shots fired. Both okay. directions on that one. Well yeah. done. Hey, got a new coach there, new direction. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Little League World Series going on. I always love when they do the interviews with the kids, and then they get to tell us something about them. And I thought it'd be fun if Fritzy came up with some fake World Series, Little League World Series kids, and uh, some of the things that they uh, they like, uh, you know, movies they like, or action heroes, or their favorite snack, those kind of things. Yes, Paul? Oh, so each kid comes up, and they introduce, I'm, I'm Timmy Smith, second baseman, yes. South Carolina. Yes. I love uh, uh, corn chips, uh, Chris Berman, and uh, I love uh, Gilmore Girls. Todd, you he have, doesn't love Gilmore. Girl. I know. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Men, <laughs> grown men. Yeah. Uh, Peacock. Gilmore fellas never really took off, did it? I know. I know. Why didn't we have the Gilmore guys? Yeah. By the way, we came up with uh, a, a fictitious university. What's it called? Uh, Crappensburg State, Seton. Crappensburg State. Yeah. Okay. All right. T-shirt. Yes. You know who the first opponent for Crappensburg State would be. Not Georgia, as I suggest. No, it would not be. Austin P. No. That's not bad. Skidmore. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Okay. All right. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anywho. Yeah. What's the poll question today? (laughs) And then I'll get to the Little League uh, World Series. (laughs) Oh, dear. We have up there, Dan, right now, uh, 
college football should have one commissioner for all or independent commissioners. Mm. Right now, 75% want one commissioner. By the way, start your engines for the upcoming Peacock original Twisted Metal, the high-octane comedy based on the classic video game series, follows a motor-mouthed outsider on a mission across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Twisted Metal, streaming now on Peacock. Uh, anything else, uh, poll question-wise, for Hour 2? I know Fritzy's got some uh, passive-aggressive ones. I had a couple. Very excited about uh, a bunch of things, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Todd. What's your excitement level for Hard Knocks with the Jets tonight? I simply cannot wait. I'll probably watch a good amount. We'll take a peek or nah, not interested at okay. all. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll take a peek. I'm always curious about how these things but, – but I'm looking at uh, more of the structure of it, of how they put it together – that's always interesting with the storylines. I still think Zach Wilson is a great storyline under the tutelage or mentorship of uh, Aaron Rodgers. I like that. But there's always going to be that guy that you had no idea who he was. You fall for his story. He's probably got a wife who is pregnant. And he's trying to make the team. And, uh, you know, he's 27 years of age. And this is his last chance before he goes into the insurance business or whatever it might be. He also plays the guitar, like it's, it's, and he has a, a poodle named Sally. And you're going to go, God, they can't cut that guy. He's awesome. Wait, can he play? Oh, I don't know. Yes, Mark. And your heart sinks when they miss a tackle. <laughs> oh, it is one of those. And they know it, oh. and you know it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, bring in your playbook. Yeah. Don't even finish the game. Uh, what are the other poll questions that you have there? If the remaining Pac-12 schools are absorbed by other conferences, I will be very upset. I might briefly shake my head in dismay and move on. <laughs> Which I encourage the second one for most people, for okay. your mental health. Anything else that you have? Do you feel lucky when the day and month on the calendar are the same number, like August 8th today? 8-8. Eight, eight, eight. Of course, who doesn't? Or what? But, no. But why would you feel lucky? I don't know, there's something cool about it. It's 8-8. Maybe it's because my birthday's 10-10, whatever it is. The day and month are the same. It's like, you know what? Today's going to be an extra fun or special day because the day and month are the same number. All right. You know what? Let's talk about this tomorrow as to what happened today and if it's lucky for anybody. Okay. Like, are you getting lucky? Oh. As a 10-10-er, Todd, do you feel a certain kinship with a 9-9-er and an 8-8-er? I do, actually. And I feel like I really like my birthday. I like that I was born on the 10th day of the 10th month. Like Brett Favre, 1969. So I roll with that. I can roll with that. Uh, do you want to give me some of your mock uh, little leaguers? I can do that. Okay. Okay, this is a lineup. I have one for every position. These are fake people with fake uh, likes and dislikes. But here we go. Okay. don't know if we need every position, but okay. If you like it as it goes along, okay. I'll continue, or you can shut it up. Okay. Stevie Thurman. Yeah, that's good. Stevie Thurman, nine-year-old second baseman, likes coloring books, Pringles potato chips, and Derek Bell, of all people. I found that interesting. Guy hasn't played in a very while. Very dated. Very dated with your ass. Mitchell Wren, an eight-year-old left fielder, enjoys Oreo double stuff cookies, sticker books, and Clay Buckholz. <laughs> How about that? Andrew Tobias is a 10-year-old catcher. He likes Yoo-Hoo chocolate action drinks, Pokemon cards, and Bombo Rivera. <laughs> Interesting. I think he played for the Twins, maybe the Angels back in the day. Sammy Rouse, 11-year-old shortstop, appreciates a good prank, Fruity Pebbles, and Dave Concepcion, because he plays shortstop, too. So. I know, but can you get out of the 70s and 80s? <laughs> I'm going to try. Lawrence Chapman, 9-year-old third baseman. Favorites include frozen pizza and Tootsie Rolls. He's afraid of snow globes. That's odd. <laughs> I don't, I don't, he doesn't have a favorite player. No. Okay. Not everyone has a favorite player. Okay. okay. Barry Nathanson, 10-year-old right fielder. Likes cream soda, Donkey Kong, and has a crush on his baby, Sim Sally. <laughs> oh, boy, he's going to be embarrassed when he hears about shot. <laughs> Sal Hoag's nine-year-old first baseman can't get enough big league chew, bubble yum, and razzles. Allergic to sunflower seed. Do not give the kids sunflower. I, I think seed. the best part of this are the names that you made up. Tony Birnbaum, twelve-year-old pitcher, <laughs> eats cream cheese out of the container like it's yogurt. Has an aversion to blow pops. What? What is it like? Blow pops? What? Gum inside. What, Mark? A nine-year-old named Lawrence. He's got to be named after somebody. Yeah, he's got to be like Lawrence, whatever the fourth. All right, what else? Do There's you two have? more left. Stuart Pagnucci, ten-year-old, <laughs> ten-year-old designated hitter, likes pizza but without sauce or cheese on it. Collects superhero underoos. Yo-yos give him panic attacks. The yo-yos give him panic attacks. They're all fictitious. Yeah. And Seth Cushman, eleven-year-old center fielder, he likes to dress up as Taylor Swift, addicted to gummy bears, has become increasingly more uncomfortable around his goldfish, who tells him to do things. <laughs> Nothing got mental issues. <laughs> Man, that's messed up. It is a little weird. It is. 
It is. problems with his goldfish who tells him to do things. And I told you to do that, and you had about 15 minutes to put all that together. I like the kid that eats cream cheese right out of the container like (laughs) yogurt. That can't be healthy for you. It can't be. He's a little eager. He's an athlete. What are you doing? (laughs) Light cream cheese, supposedly, though. Uh, Seth Cushman? That's a good one. Seth Cushman. Are these people you grew up with? I grew up with a Glenn Cushman, a Frank Paganucci. So okay. Changed it up a little bit. Okay. Barry Nathanson's the exact name of a kid who was on uh, one of my baseball teams. Uh, all right. The others are completely made up. All right. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Um, Jeremy in Alabama. Hi, Jeremy. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. I'm going to get into this real quickly. Uh, number one, your fictitious college. Uh, their first bowl game, they'll play in the Charmin Soft Bowl. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a Seton answer that I feel like for this whole uh, regional thing. Uh, is it just the fact that it's so simple of an answer to solve the problems for volleyball and others that these conference uh, presidents and all these got to make it look difficult just so they can keep their jobs? And um, if somebody can uh, tell me everybody's shirt size, because I've got some uh, merchandise to send y'all, because I want y'all to have shirts that actually fit. Oh. Wait, who doesn't have a shirt that fits? It, no, when people send y'all shirts and stuff into the, the studio and everything, they always send y'all like eight extra larges. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, why don't you just send uh, larges and uh, an extra large? Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, I didn't know if we you know, had this slovenly uh, demeanor here. Yeah, Paul. I, I saw this T-shirt company keeps popping up on social media. It's for kind of dads and forty and fifty year old guys. Oh, it hides your belly. Yes. Hey. yes. Oh. And a marketer said, instead of working out, instead of trying to get in shape, just wear one of these shirts. My wife thinks I lost fifteen pounds. Yeah. My wife thinks I've been at the gym for two months. My buddies all think I'm jacked. But it's the same guy just wearing a more, I guess, blousey shirt or better fitting. Is there a way to create a T-shirt that would have abs in it, underneath it? I mean, spanks are a thing, right? Why not? Well, that's Todd big on that. Just make it tight on your, make the shirt tight in your arms and chest, and have a lot of room in the stomach area, and then everybody would look good. No, that's what this shirt I'm talking about does. It has to do that. They market it towards showing off your shoulders and arms if you have them, and even if you don't, and then a little more breathing room, chest down. Perfect. But but couldn't you do something? That compression-wise, that you're, you would see the imprint of abs through the shirt. But it wouldn't be your real abs because you wouldn't have them. Isn't that kind of false marketing for the ladies? Like you're, well, they, they, ladies do some false marketing, too. I've been the victim of that. You have? Oh, yeah. The, the, the push-up, yeah. Oh, the push-up bra? Yeah, we've all been faked out by the push-up. Hmm. What happens when they want to touch your abs or lift your shirt? I got to see this. You know, oh, no. Oh, there's one ab, not six. <laughs> Where's the tube top, though? You know, I grew up in an era when we had the tube top. That should never have gone away. <laughs> or the halter top. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Seth in Iowa. Hi, Seth. What's on your mind today? <laughs> hey, Dan. I got a dark horse for the uh, Hard Knocks opening. Okay. All right. Let me hear. It's going to be Joe Thomas introducing Aaron Rodgers at the press conference, and then it's going to cut to the opening credits. Okay. All right. But they always love natural sound. Uh, they bring you in. Whenever I would do a story, if I was doing a story when I was reporting, I love nat sound, natural sound. There'd be something that you just wanted it, you know, could be a, a stream where you just hear the water. It could be... And any kind of noise that you'd go, even uh, you know, like a car horn, anything that you could start without it being uh, traditional. Well, not maybe that, but um, I'm thinking maybe you get a sprinkler. Although they've gone to the sprinkler a little too often there. Yeah, see. No, I don't, I don't think that. That sounds like somebody's in trouble. Yeah, see. Someone's in trouble. Hmm. <laughs> oh, here comes Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers. In from Manhattan. Yeah, it's a jet coming in on a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. A jet coming in on a helicopter. I think it's good. 
I think I could help Hard Knocks here. I think I, you know. Wouldn't it be wild if Liev Shriver didn't agree to do it? Uh, and he was just like, no, I'm picketing, and they just used AI to do his voice anyway Ooh. and, like, totally prove the Ooh. whole point of the strike. Wow. Anyway, sorry, sidebar. Wow. wow. Sidebar. Yeah. Uh, Danny in New Mexico. Hi, Danny. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Hey, uh, first time, long time, 5'10", 165. I just had a little uh, blurb of info to, for Fritzy. It happens to be my birthday. I don't need you guys to sing to me. But I was born in 1980, so I turned eight on eight eight eighty eight. That's fantastic. How so? <laughs> How so? What? How so is it fantastic? Well, just because of the numerology. Yeah, I just love anything with numbers that kind of maybe mean something to somebody. You can play around with them and make it mean whatever you want. Yeah, that's well, kind of cool. Well, congratulations, I guess, Danny, <laughs> on that. Well, the question is, is he having a good life? Or was that was it lucky? Is he having lucky experiences around these eight numbers? I don't know. Isn't eight a great number? It's a fantastic number. But doesn't it have special designation? Is it infinity? Some people would say eight is enough, though. Uh, in the Jewish community, isn't eight? Eighteen. Oh, eighteen. Eighteen is high, which is a very high, C-H-A-I, high, a very good luck number, the number eighteen. So that would be Peyton Manning, yeah. would be big in the Jewish community. Super Bowl 50 champions, Denver Broncos. Okay. <laughs> Lucky for Todd. There you go. Lucky for me. Nailed it. Wasn't Nailed just the it. two Elway ones. We got that third one because of number 18. Well, because of the defense. Yes, not because of 18. <laughs> the no-fly zone got us the third one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. Anything else that needs to be mentioned here? We're going to talk about the Orioles, who are playing great baseball, suspended their broadcaster. I don't even think he was the play-by-play guy. He was the pre- and post-game host. He got suspended. Um, the Angels lose again. The Yankees lose. Aaron Boone lost his bleep. Why do grown men do that? We allow it in baseball. You know, he's out there on his knees. He Like, you're going, oh, my God. Once you start doing, like impersonations out there. That's where you might have gone a little far. But it's because you have a uniform on, right? If, if he was had a three-piece <laughs> suit on, you know, managers used to wear a suit and tie back in the day. But, you know, you got your, your spikes and your hat and your uniform. Yes, he, I think it's less about the uniform and more about the stadium. Like, if, if there's managers, Aaron Boone was... So demonstrative when he was talking. Nobody throws their arms around like that. Nobody brings them out. Like he, I think he's just putting on a performance. It was more like WWE than anything else. It was embarrassing. Super embarrassing. It was. And then he was wrong. He went out there to argue yeah. a, a call, balls and strikes. And, and even the Yankee announcer said uh, he was wrong there. But you know That's what, though? a strike. I think the only thing actually that would have made it weirder is if he was in a suit. <laughs> if he walked out there in a suit, I would be like, what is this guy doing? But, but he wouldn't. Why? We don't allow this in any other sport where you get to go out there and you, you stop the game, turn your hat around, get right in the umpire's face, throw dirt, all that stuff. But we allow it in baseball. Remember when Lou Pinella picked up a base and threw it into the outfield? I remember having him on. I said, what do you think your kids thought? He goes, oh, they're embarrassed. Yes. Like, you're a grown man. You're out there. It's about the kids. Yeah, Paulie. Boone's out there for like four minutes, too. Why isn't there a clock on him? Why isn't there an injection <laughs> clock that says, oh, you could walk out and argue. You get 30 seconds to make your case. Then we gotta run this. got to run this back. Well, we have a pitch clock. Yeah. Hitter's clock. Argument clock. Yeah, argument clock. State your case. State your All case. Right. Tick, 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 tick. Yes, Todd. I like the argument clock. Get to the point. Whatever you got to do, you want to cover up home plate with dirt, throw all the equipment on the field, whatever it is, but you got that window, and then get the heck out of here. I think it's great. Somebody else needs a clock. Oh. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. to go a little long. Uh, land the plane, as I always tell Todd. Todd, land the plane. Half and half yeah. of that. Uh, Booger McFarland from the Mothership will join us. Uh, former NFL quarterback Ryan Leaf a little bit later on as well. Take a break. We'll get phone calls coming up. Talk some NFL Right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Kings Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. They have the original rolls, the OGs. They have the slider buns, the salty pretzel slider buns. The soft, fluffy, irresistible Kings Hawaiian rolls, perfect for any football get-together. And 
King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday, the perfect weekly mealtime ritual to enjoy football Sundays with family and friends. You don't have to wait till Sunday, as we've proven on this show. So many great slider combinations. And you can get your uh, recipe inspiration, King's Hawaiian, kingshawaiian.com, such as pulled pork or pulled barbecue chicken sliders. Oh, okay. So uh, chicken breast mixed with some barbecue sauce tossed, uh, topped with uh, green cabbage. Red onion on a pretzel slider bun. So good. So good. Go to the uh, bakery or deli section, your local store, and ask about King's Hawaiian. Pick up those sweet, fluffy, irresistible King's Hawaiian rolls and enjoy. That's kingshawaiian.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The utterly inspired all-electric EQE sedan from Mercedes-Benz. Hundreds of customizable comfort settings inside the cabin. It's the EV that recharges you. The vehicle, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE. He's Booger McFarlane, two-time Super Bowl champ. Works for the mothership covering the NFL and college football. Give me the storyline that you're interested in with Hard Knocks and the Jets debuting tonight. Uh, just to see how much they're going to show us, DP. Uh, I, I think we're all fascinated with the fact that Aaron Rodgers is in New York, the expectations, the defense, that they could just get some offense. Now he comes in. Um, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the people in the National Football League that's very intriguing because he thinks differently than most people do. And, and so I, I think everyone is wondering, are we going to get a sneak peek under the hood at the process that makes him go? Are we going to get any insightful things uh, from his perspective? I think, you know, everybody kind of knows Sauce Gardner and he's flashy in the defense and Robert Sala and kind of the makeup. But I think Aaron Rodgers is the reason that everybody's going to tune in to see if they get a sneak peek at what makes this guy go. Because the little that we've gotten on Pat McAfee 
um, on their Tuesday interview, I think has us all very, very uh, curious just to know more. Compare training camp for a veteran to a rookie. Um, you know, that, that that's one way to look at it. I think I'll break it down even further. Uh, training camp for a, a veteran, you know what to expect. You understand uh, what your role is usually coming into camp because a, a veteran player is kind of already established. You know, the rookie, especially the rookie first rounder, uh, has some of those same sentiments, but you don't really know because you're trying to figure out what's going to be my role. Uh, everybody's going to be looking at me because you're a new player. So even when even when you're doing a rep, everybody's going to be paying attention to the rookie or the new guy just to see what they can do. Because football is a collision sport, man. It's played with pads on. Like all the stuff we've done up until now has been cool to run around in shorts and look good and post Instagram and TikTok videos. <laughs> but when the pads go on, there's a legitimate feeling that you could get your head knocked off. And that's when the game of football is played. So for a, a, a veteran, it's it's kind of reestablishing who you are. For a rookie, you got to let everyone know where you come from. And then to the point that I was making to go a little further, training camp now is so different than it was when I when I played. So my first training camp, I held out for two days. And the very first day I got there, we were in full pads. It was full pads in the morning, full pads in the afternoon. Well, here's the deal, DP. Now they got this thing they call an acclimation period. I'm not sure what the hell it, it means because it's going to be hot regardless. But you got to acclimate to the heat and acclimate to football the same thing we've been playing for 15 years. So it's so much easier now. Like these guys can't go full pads back to back. They can't go full pads the first five or six days. Uh, it's really not training camp. It's more of a kind of get together. Let's hang out for a couple of weeks. And, and, and we're going to practice once every other day and, and try to get this thing figured out. So it's it's so much different between rookie and, and, and veteran. And it's also so much different between now and then. Was it ever personal with you, with a quarterback, that you didn't like? Uh, no. Like, it, it was more personal with me with the guy that I went against across from me. Like, I, I used to have to line up against guards. And, and, like, when you're a defensive tackle going against an offensive lineman, you're really never going to get a lot of one-on-one blocks. So it's always going to be double teams. And it used to bother me. I'm like, so these dudes are professional. They get paid a lot of money, but they can't individually block me one-on-one every single play. And so, like, that that really used to tick me off, just the inherent nature of the position that I played and how the offensive lineman would block us would really kind of rub me the wrong way. But quarterbacks doing their job, man. Like, I didn't like any of them, um, especially the ones that got rid of the ball quick, Brady, Manning, those guys that didn't hold a football. Uh, you love going against a guy that was a bomb, a guy who held a football because you knew it was going to be a good day for you. <laughs> But overall, like quarterbacks are who they are. But but uh, who's the you lineman know? you you really personally hated? Uh, Kevin Gogan was one. Um, Larry Allen was another one. Um, but were they cheap shot artists? Like what what would make you hate that guy? That it wasn't just it was it became personal. Well, I, it was personal because of the position, as I stated. Uh, Gogan was a cheap shot guy. Like I think it's been really. Uh, documented some of the cheap shots that he, that he took and some of the dirty play that he had. Um, you know, Todd Stussy was another guy. Guys that just got under your skin. Like, there's there's this thing in the NFL, talk about playing to the echo of the whistle. Well, some offensive <laughs> linemen would do that, and, and, and they would give you a little nudge, a little cheap shot. Hey, listen, big guy, you had three and a half seconds to block me, and you couldn't do it. And so now after the play, you want to give me a little nudge. Like, And, and, and they do it just to get under your skin. So um, – but, yeah, I, I don't like any of them, man, just because. I mean, these dudes are big. They're usually bad built, and they always need help to do their job. Talking to Booger McFarland, two-time Super Bowl champ and uh, analyst for ESPN, NFL and college football. Uh, you had uh, Jamar Chase say if Joe Burrow's not 100%, he wouldn't have a problem with him maybe sitting out the first five games of the regular season. I know that they don't have great competition in four of those five games, but you're still playing the Browns and Ravens to start off your season. Uh, your thoughts on trying to protect Joe Burrow for as long as you can? Well, I completely agree because with the Joe Burrow, they can win the Super Bowl. Without him, they're just a middle-of-the-pack team. And so, uh, fortunately, time, you know, right now they have a gift of time. It's, what, August the 8th. Uh, they don't play a meaningful game for over a month. 
Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Joe Burrow on the practice field until Wednesday of game week. Uh, he doesn't need to be out there. Yeah, he might be a little rusty, but I'd rather have Joe Burrow rusty for game one than to come back too early and re-injure that. And now he starts missing uh, a significant part of the season. Uh, even if he's got to miss the first game or two, I'm still fine with that. Like, it's a 17-game season over the course of 18 weeks. Uh, I think his sentiment that I don't want to see Joe, Joe Burrow back until he is as healthy as possible is one that a lot of people in that organization share. Dalvin Cook still out, outside looking in. Zeke Elliott on the outside looking in. Um, is this an anomaly, or do you think this is going to be a growing trend in the offseason and years to come? Yeah, I think the running back position, as we talked about, has been devalued. Um, I, I think that you're going to see uh, a lot of the veteran running backs that want a lot of money. They're going to have to kind of wait until some team kind of bites, like it's supply and demand. And so if I got a guy that I drafted in the third or fourth round that I feel can do the same job or, or just as as good a job as a guy like Dalvin Cook or Ezekiel Elliott, why am I going to go out and pay you know, seven, eight million for either one of those guys. And so I think for Dalvin Cook and Zeke Elliott, they're both going to be on opening day rosters. I think they're both going to play a, a vital role uh, with some team. I think Dalvin Cook has more juice left in the tank, four straight seasons, over a thousand yards. He's only 27 years old. Think about that, DP. Hmm. Think about if somebody told you at 27, you were no good. Like at 27, I wasn't even stretching. I, I, I just touched my toes and got and, and, and went to work. And now at 27, they're saying that these guys, are kind of washed up. So uh, it, 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 it's a, a very, very difficult predicament to be in. I do think Dalvin Cook is going to be uh, a starter at some point in this league. He's just got too much juice left in the tank. But I kind of feel for Zeke, though, because if Zeke doesn't go to maybe Dallas, I know New England has kind of uh, brought him in. Like, where does Zeke go and how much money is he going to have to settle for? At some point, they're going to have to swallow their pride uh, Zeke, I think, and say, okay, I'm going to go play for a one-year deal for, I don't know, two or three million bucks, which is a far cry from what Jerry paid him in Dallas. How much do you think you would earn now if you were picking LSU? Uh, wow. Uh, a lot of money because... Well, what's the and, going rate for a defensive tackle? Well, I, I, I think the going rate for a, a five-star defense tackle <laughs> is, is probably... I don't know, probably probably a million bucks a year at least. Okay. I mean, think about that. Think about that, DP. I was a, I was a three, four-star guy coming out of Louisiana, and my first two years at LSU, there were several, several weekends where I had five bucks to my name, the training table wasn't open, and I was eating ramen noodles and Chinese food all weekend. Now these guys got a million dollars in the bank. Uh, they're the toast of the town. And they're getting that in high school, not in college. Like, these guys are being paid in high school once they commit to shut down the recruiting until signing day. And then once you get to the school of your choice, you're getting paid even more money. So uh, I was born just a little bit too early. Uh, but I don't envy these guys because more money comes more problems. And when I got to the NFL at 21, I didn't really understand that statement, but I quickly learned that the more money I got, the more headaches came. So I can only imagine what these kids at 17 are dealing with when they got a million bucks in the bank, they're 17 years old, and they got to go to school. Oh, oh, by the way, you're still 17 and you're a kid, but now you got to deal with the issues that 21-year-old adults have to deal with. I don't envy that at all. Who's got a better Louisiana accent, you or Brian Kelly? Uh, well... I'm a country boy from Louisiana, so my accent is really kind of a, not really Southern and not really Cajun. So I could really teach BK a little bit of, uh, about how to get it a little better. Although, here's what I will say. I will give him credit for trying. <laughs> I will give him credit also for acknowledging that it was terrible. Uh, but all jokes aside, he's been exactly what LSU has needed, which is an adult in the room somebody that can be a CEO type of, of, of a major powerhouse program. And we'll see what he does with expectations. Ten wins year one. We'll see what he does in year two with the preseason ranking of number five. But he didn't have to give an accent. You don't have to. If I, if I go down to Louisiana, I don't all of a sudden, you know, start talking and we haven't even won all of our games. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, he, he really sounded like a, a Louisiana guy from 19. 50, uh, you, know, put, you know, putting on the smoker's jacket, grabbing a cigar, sitting on the front porch. 
So if, if, if he really wanted to do it, mm. he should have picked up a bowl of crawfish etouffee and, and just kind of start uh, using that French Cajun cuisine. Great to talk to you, Booger. Hope you're doing well. Hope the golf game is good. DP, I'm doing great, man. The golf game is excellent. Um, I'm enjoying life, ready for football season to start, man. And, and this year, here's one promise I can make you. Okay. I will make a meat Friday because we've been talking about this for several years. I will make a meat Friday this year. You let me know what I you do. want. You let me know what you want, and then we'll cook it on the Traeger grill. I'm looking forward to sausage, beef brisket, okay. and maybe just a little bit of uh, maybe just a little bit of fry tip. Okay, we can do that for you. Just give me give me advance notice here, like a day or so, and then we'll uh, we'll cook it up. We'll do, buddy. Always. All right. Thank you, Booger. Yes, Paul. Later. I bet he can get after it too. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. That's a hell of a day right there. That, that's a sausage that's, biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Sheepers. Yeah, let's start laying groundwork. Lay get some groundwork. Booger down uh, here, man cave. Let him uh, try what we pull off the Traeger grill. Our training camp meals every day. Brian Kelly. I haven't heard the accent though. Has he stopped doing that? I feel like he's dropped it. Has I he? I feel like it was temporary. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad for him in the moment because locally maybe it played, but it was national where people went, wait, what What? What happened with BK? How long has he been in uh, Louisiana? Uh, I think he's only been there 48 hours. Wow. All my life. <laughs> yeah, Marvin. Will that happen to anybody here when we go to Ireland? Yes. Yes, it will me. Yes, it will. I, all of a sudden, you get to Dublin, and then all of a sudden, it changes. Are you going to pull out your mobile phone? Yeah. <laughs> text some people? Are you going to ring people up? <laughs> Let's take a break. The Orioles are rolling. They're in first place. And then they did something really stupid. We'll have that for you next. Are you satisfied with your driver? I mean, really satisfied? Because even if you have a doubt in your mind, then you need to listen up. PXG Gen 6 Driver Challenge. PXG.com, your local PXG retailer, sign up for your free fitting today. The custom fitting makes all the difference. It certainly did for me. If you want more distance, PXG is willing to bet on their driver. That's how confident they are. If it doesn't deliver more total distance, carry and roll, or tighter dispersion compared to your current driver, they got you covered. You'll get a $100. MasterCard reward card. And the PXG driver makes all the difference. You're going to want to experience, you'll see the difference, and then you know what I'm talking about. Don't miss this opportunity. Upgrade your game. Take the uh, PXG Gen 6 Driver Challenge. Get ready to hit the fairways with confidence. It's nice when you look at that and you go, man, I can't wait to use that club. Take the PXG Driver Challenge today. Go to pxg.com for terms and conditions. PXG. Nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. pxg.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Baltimore Orioles have been a great story this year. That, uh... We weren't sure if it was a flash in the pan, then all of a sudden realized that the Orioles were going to be there for the long haul. They're in first place. And then we saw the story. They have a play-by-play broadcaster, Kevin Brown. He was suspended. And you're probably going, well, what could you get it suspended for as a play-by-play voice? Did he swear? What happened? Well, here is what he said. Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Yep. That's it. He got uh, suspended for that. Now, there's a graphic that is up, and he's just reading off the facts that are on the graphic. This isn't something where he went rogue and goes, I'm going to ad-lib this. He's reading off something. Somebody had to provide the graphic. There had to be a producer involved in this. There had to be probably a few people. I don't know if – so I'm trying to you know, rationalize this. Like, what could he have said where ownership said, we're going to suspend you? Was He was pointing out how bad the Orioles used to be, but they've been really good this year. This will give you an idea. This is rare. We haven't played well against the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know if he does that all the time because the Orioles haven't been competitive for a long time. And does he do this often? And maybe ownership was like, no, not going to be saying these negative things anymore. I I don't know what else you can take out of that where, I mean, you have to be so thin-skinned as an owner where you're going, wait, he's saying that we used to be bad. Yeah, you did. 
But he's that makes it even more special what you're doing this year instead of, oh, my God, we're harping on how bad we are. No, you're good this year. Great story. This is where you used to be, and this is where you are. Yeah, Paul. We checked a couple different stories, and there's no other information that he was suspended for anything else but this. We also emailed both Kevin Brown and the Orioles to ask for a representative to come on or an explanation if there's more to it, and the Orioles did not respond to us. Well, other announcers around Major League Baseball responded. Here's Gary Cohen. He is the Mets announcer. Let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller, and you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. It's a horrendous decision by the Orioles. I don't know what they were thinking, but they've gotten exactly the reaction that they deserve. And it's just a shame because the Orioles are playing so well, and now they've diverted attention from that. And then there's Michael Kay, the Yankee announcer. If you're going to be so thin-skinned to suspend Kevin Brown, then you have to suspend the entire Oriole truck because they're all complicit in this. And if John Angelos, the owner of the Orioles, didn't like that, then he's thin-skinned, he's unreasonable, and he should actually get a call from Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, because it's unconscionable that you would actually suspend a really good broadcaster for no reason whatsoever. He didn't do anything wrong. This makes the Orioles look so small and insignificant and minor league. Fans of teams should be lucky when their announcers are allowed to be critical. And that wasn't even critical, Peter. I believe that that was complimentary of the Orioles. It's such a small look. It's Michael Kay on the Yes Network. Uh, Gary Cohen, uh, courtesy of uh, SNY TV. Yeah, you're listening to it, and you're going, okay, what am I missing here? Is, is there any kind of pre or, uh, previous uh, comments, history here, priors? I don't, I don't know. Yes, yeah, Eden. Well, that's it. Like, I was trying to find, because, right, it, it makes no sense to be suspended for that. So I spent a lot of the evening trying to figure out why the Orioles were so upset about it. And the only reason is there has to be more to the story than just those comments. There, I mean, there has to be more than just that. Even I was even listening to it being like, well, maybe it's a little heavy handed. Like, do we have to point out all of the different times? Like, we haven't won here since, 19, you know, 2017. And this yeah. is like, what? OK, maybe it was a little heavy handed. Um, but even still, that's does he do that for every road series where we haven't won in Boston since, you know, 1987? <laughs> this is whatever. I, I don't know. That's why I keep waiting. Is there anybody who can fill in the gray area here? Is there gray area where this guy's doing his job? And there's a graphic that's up. He didn't make the graphic. He probably didn't come up with the graphic. It's probably a producer who said, hey, we want to show how we haven't been successful, but we're successful this year. And I, I think you're pointing out what is obvious, but I, you know, maybe ownership is going, oh, here we go. We're going to talk about the negatives, and we didn't do well. We don't play well here. We haven't played well in a while. Instead of going... Hey, you should be just talking in verbal bouquets with the Orioles. you got to have a broadcaster who at least is able to be a broadcaster, not a puppet. you got to have somebody who's going to be able to say what he feels or what he thinks. You know, understanding what the parameters are, being professional, being the local broadcaster, being paid by the team that you might be critical of, but, you know, you build that up. You build out, build up some house credit there where – now your voice means something more. And Kevin Brown, to me, it didn't sound heavy-handed. It just sounded like he was pointing out what was obvious here. Yes, Todd. And even if you're being a little too negative too much to the uh, taste of the executives or the owner, have a little conversation, you know, give them at least a warning saying, hey, moving forward, you know, I've been noticing you've been just, everything's been a little too negative. And then, obviously, the broadcaster decides how he wants to handle that criticism. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Were there... Was he told something before this? Pull him aside. Just say, hey, you know, it doesn't sound positive, Kevin. Make it positive. Spin it forward. Make it positive. We should feel good about what we're doing. Uh, but if you're going to suspend him, are you suspending other people? I don't think he acted alone here. Yeah, Paul. And the ownership now, it puts a spotlight on their futility over the past 25 years. Three playoff appearances in 25 seasons. Yeah. That's hard to do in Major League Baseball. Wait, you're 
skewing negative. That's Pauline. me. They're going to suspend me. Yep, you're going to get suspended <laughs> by the Orioles. <laughs> Where's Paulie today? Well, he got suspended by the Orioles. My last Oriole broadcast. <laughs> and they were such a feel-good story. That's one of the better stories in baseball. Yes. Yes. Because Paulie sent me the article, and I'd already read it, and then I thought, okay, there's got to be something. Maybe something happened off the air. May, I, I have no idea, but there has to be something more than broadcaster gets suspended for pointing out teams' futility in previous years against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, Paulie. I wonder if he would consider suing them while still being a broadcaster there. Because then they can't fire him during the lawsuit. And then he could say, like, look what you did to my reputation. I read facts on the air. Yeah, but then you don't. If, like, I, <laughs> if I'm an owner of another team, do I want somebody who has filed a lawsuit against ownership because of you know, fair. what was said? I'd be nervous about that. It's like suspending the weatherman. You know, the guy just read the facts. Yeah, but he's skewing negative. He's talking about 30% chance of rain instead of 70% chance of not having any rain. Ryan Leaf's going to join us in studio coming up. We'll get to more phone calls as well. One more hour to go. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.